Hello and welcome to Retrotainment episode nine. I'm joined again this week by a good friend of the show, Greg, who's been on a couple of shows and will be on a couple of more in the future, I would say. How are you doing, Greg? What's happening, homie? Yeah, this week we're uh, we're going to look back at what's probably your favourite film, I think, is this? No, not quite my favourite, but it's definitely in the top ten. It's definitely up there. The, uh, he, there's he's there's a lot favorite. of trouble. There's a lot of trouble. You could say some big trouble. Definitely not in China. No, it's not in China, but it's in Little China. Oh, shit. <laughs> in San Francisco. Big Trouble in Little China. Imagine Big Trouble on uh, in Bray, down on the Albert Walk. That's where it is. That's where there was trouble the other night. <laughs> <laughs> there was some serious trouble there the other night. Uh, <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, that was that was mental. But like, that's where it is. Big trouble in uh, the Albert Walk. That's where that's what we're watching now. Um, Kurt Russell was just hanging around there, you know. Yeah, had to he had to have a shave these days. He has a big fucking handlebar mustache at the stage. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> the bus is the Finnegan's bus, just driving around. That's it. Spray painted yellow. <laughs> yeah, spray painted yellow. <laughs> Lenny Lenny's hanging around. Uh, for anyone who's not from Bray, obviously all this goes over their head. Lenny was uh, the owner of the Internet Cafe, and he was the biggest legend, uh, the second biggest legend in Bray. The biggest one is uh, was sorry, rest God rest his gangster soul, uh, Chaps Joe. He's passed away. Jesus, dear. <laughs> he's he's probably the most notable person. But Lenny was Lenny was right up there. Um, draw that that cafe was. If yeah, you didn't come out of there with some disease, it'd be you'd be you'd be lucky. Yeah, <laughs> came out of there with a lot lot less money than I went in with. <laughs> so did Lenny. No, I'd say Lenny made I'd say Lenny made some serious cash out of that place. He ducked out before it went to the went to the dogs. Before so I ended up owning them about five grand. <laughs> but for a lot of us ended up owning Amy and Tina own own them a bit of money. You wouldn't know Lenny money. He'd catch you pretty quick. Not not today. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, thanks, buddy. Um, but yeah, we're looking at big trouble in uh, Little China. Obviously, um, you're one of your favorite films, and it's definitely up there for me as well. Like, yeah, it's it's deadly. Um, released in July 1986, so a good while back. Good while back now. Before me or you were hanging around, Greg. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, but um. Just- I wasn't uh, even a, I wasn't even a thought. <laughs> you weren't even a thought in your daddy's little head. Um has a big head though. <laughs> he does have a big head. <laughs> um no, it's got pretty good ratings overall though. Again, as I say every time, like I don't judge a film off ratings, but it's always interesting to see what it has. Uh, forty five critics put it at seventy eight percent on Rotten Tomatoes, so you're not not too bad. And then um an audience score of eighty two percent. So well, I think I think uh, having John Carpenter's name to it was was a big thing as well. Yeah, well, um, he's one of your favorite directors as well. Yeah, well, like even seeing that when I made that joke in the group chat with me, you and Ian earlier on. Yeah. Yeah, I, I couldn't even <laughs> hold that up. <laughs> <laughs> Said it and then re- took it back straight away. Nah, that, that was a lie. Sorry. <laughs> no. Um. Yeah. No. John Carpenter's top draw director. Uh, yeah, he is. Yeah. This was this was kind of a mix of of comedy horror and action really come yeah. through a bit of everything yeah it's kind of like there's no real genre you would throw this into like because it's it's not a comedy really it's, it's not more a sci-fi i suppose it, like it's mainly an action film but like it's an action film but with like magic superpowers 
but a lot of jokes made in it as well. Yeah, it's just a, a mashup. Really. Yeah, it's a it's a bit all over the place, and it's a real like it's a proper nineteen eighties action film, you know, like just all over the place mental action. Like, well, uh, here's a here's a fun fact for you, buddy. This was actually written uh, or supposedly wrote as a western. Oh, geez, I don't think it would have worked as a western now. Yeah, that's that, that's one of the things I when I had it, I typed it into Google today to. Uh, to have a look, and it came up saying that it was originally set to be a western. I think they made the right choice to get away from that. Yeah. Um, I can't imagine this film as a western. No, uh, it'd be more like a spaghetti western, really, wouldn't it? It'd be a, yeah, it'd have to be a bit it, like it wouldn't be a proper western, and then it probably wouldn't have hit off as much as it, well. I say hit off, like it did. This didn't really hit off. Um, it actually lost money in the box office. As far yeah, as it, made, it made it. It made eleven million in the box office and cost about. 14 million to make which yeah, that, ele- that 11 million is probably probably about 22 23 would, would when you change it over to nowadays yeah so that's it and costing 14 is probably you know the 40 or 50 mark it's it's one of those films like this is this is a proper cult classic because it didn't do well in the cinema yeah uh but well, anyone i've ever talked to that watches has watched it says they love it and they have it up there as one of their favorite films so I don't know anybody that's seen this in the cinema. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know anyone who's seen it in the cinema either, but anyone I know who's watched it prior to that, like they've watched it like either on telly, DVD, rented from somewhere, they've all thought it was deadly. So it's one of those films that, you, like, you get films like that that just don't hit it in the cinema. Yeah. And then when they come out, everyone ends up loving it. It's a real cult classic. Well, the, the, main, the main example of that is Shawshank. Exactly. Yes, Shawshank's a huge one. Like, did terribly in the cinema, and now it's it's yeah. basically revered as one of the the greatest think, films of all I think, time. I like, think IMDb have it as number one. Yeah, they might do, and like that's what you're talking about. Like, sometimes something just doesn't hit in the cinema, you know. And then other yeah, times it, things hit massively in the cinema. Like, what's one of the biggest box office draws is um is Avatar. Yeah, I I enjoyed crap. Avatar. The for, I enjoyed Avatar the first time I seen it, and then I, I watched it. it I watched like, it again. Crap. I watched it again there, probably back in the last year, the year, yeah, about that. I was sitting there going, this is three hours of dribble. Yeah, it's pretty crap. It's basically, you're basically watching Pocahontas, but it takes three hours and, to watch and it. Pocahontas crossed the Fern Gully. Yeah, and it basically takes three hours to watch. That That's that's what it is. It, it, like, visually, it's very good, which is why, why it became so famous, but... It was also in 3D in the cinema, wasn't it? shit 3d as well i went to see it in 3d and it was shit then as well um but moving on from what uh (laughs) what money it made it is it is definitely a very good film um it starts off with um oh jack burton (laughs) well no it doesn't start with jack burton it starts in the uh, lawyer's office oh yeah with egg shen which I, i find kind of strange because obviously if you haven't seen the film before, it starts off and he's it's just this this old Chinese man in a in a lawyer's yeah. office being like, uh, yeah, I drive a bus and he's like, what kind of bus? And he's like, uh, a tour bus. Tu- tourist bus, a bus for tourists, <laughs> <laughs> which is just a great little uh, you know little joke for him to put in. But um, and then you know, do you believe in magic? And he's like, oh yeah, yeah, I believe in magic. And he it's creates like, like, uh, lightning with his hand. It's like he's he's signing a deposition or something. Yeah, and it's it's a it's a crazy start to it because you're just like, wait, hang on, this guy's a bus driver and he can create lightning with his hands. That's that's what you're getting from the start of this film. 
and we never return to that like it never returns to him being in that lawyer's office again that's that's it like that's it all we get of off it then, yeah. it just then starts we, off with the story then, <laughs> yeah, then we, like, see, oh. we see jack burton just driving around in his um old his pork chop truck, express the old pork chop express talk uh doing well it's not a radio show it's just him talking to his uh his uh his little well not walkie-talkie uh the the radio control center yeah and no, uh, nobody's responding it's just him <laughs> Yeah, he's like, you just listen to the old pork chop express and now take his advice on a dark and stormy night when lightning's crashing and thunder's rolling and the rain's coming down and sheets as thick as lead. Just remember what old Jack Burton does when the earth quakes and the poison arrows fall from the sky. The pillars of heaven shake. Yeah, Jack Burton just looks that big old storm right square in the eye and says, give me your best shot, pal. I can take it. <laughs> and he can, you know, as we learn. We learn eventually that he could take that. No problems. Yeah. Uh, but we see him, he... Uh, He's playing cards with um with Danny. <laughs> yeah, well we don't know who it is, we just know he's playing cards. Um and then he throws the bottle at him and you we get to see Jack Burton's uh, incredible reflexes. I don't know, he doesn't he's he's playing cards and uh Danny's lost all his money and he's like, I'll double or nothing with you and I can cut this bottle in half with the machete. Oh yeah. And yeah, he goes it. to he goes to cut the bottle and the bottle flies at him, he's like Kachoo! he's like yeah. it's all in the reflexes. Yeah, and you think, serious what, reflexes. You're like, what a ridiculous thing to do in the start of a movie. Yeah, just shows how how quick he is. But like, yeah. what? Like, he has no magic powers. He's just he's just got great reflexes. That's it. The alarming thing about this is, he arrives, drops off his packages, and starts playing cards. And they've been drinking all night because it's nighttime when he arrives. Yeah. And then the next day, after they finish playing cards, they jump in that truck and start driving. <laughs> you know, it was the '80s, Greg. You know. <laughs> 80s truck yeah. driving different rules for different people you know yeah and then it goes to uh obviously them leaving the the port where they are to go to danny's house to get get him ready to go and collect his missus in the airport because she's arriving off a flight yeah and donny donny owes jack quite a bit of money here which is why jack is driving him home because <laughs> he doesn't trust him because he's yeah. a snake <laughs> yeah you, ne- you never trust a man who owes you money you know you, yeah. you got to keep on top of them but uh yeah they go to the airport to collect um what's to be Donnie's future bride. Yeah. Um, and they get intercepted by a group of bad guys. The, the, the gangs of death, the lords of death. Yeah, the lords of death. But we, they're just, it's just kind of a couple of guys and they don't really look like they're in a gang. It's just a couple of guys hanging around by the looks of it. You're also introduced to Kim Cattrall at, at, at that stage as Gracie Liu. Gracie yeah, Liu. Yeah, quite early, yeah. She's in the airport, yeah. And she's picking up a, another girl. Yeah, May Maying, May Yeah, who doesn't really feature in the film a whole no. lot more after that. <laughs> Why was she no. picking her up? Yeah, no. So, yeah, it's it's just they but just... they they kidnap they kidnap uh, Donnie's soon to be or future bride. Yeah, and that's the that's the premise of the film that they're going to try and get the, get her back. Um, yeah. Jack Burton obviously makes a promise that he'll get her back why who knows just because he, he wants his money <laughs> just because that's who that's the kind of guy he is you know that's the kind of guy he is um so he's they're obviously chasing the um the car that the lads have driven off in to go find her in, 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 in the his, old pork shop express <laughs> in this big truck like yeah it's that easy to chase a car zooming around in a big truck like that but they pull into um quite a small alleyway and a, a massive fight breaks out between uh two different gangs um, yeah. and we get to see 
the the number one bad guy in all the films. He's always the henchman. Oh, he's so good. Yeah. So good. We know he's there, so we know shit's about to go down. <laughs> we know it's about to go down now. In the next instance, he whips out a machine gun that you can see Jack holding behind you there. Yeah, <laughs> and then they just they go to town on each other, just destroy each other. And then yeah. all these guys with um, mystic superpowers show up. Yeah, thunder, lightning, and rain. Yeah, and that's it. And then obviously, uh, we don't know at this point who it is, but Lopan is there. Uh, yeah, so they they kind of avoid avoid the three lads when they come. He tries to rip it forward, and then Lopan standing there. He's just standing there, and Jack. He's pretty much saying to Jack, "Run him over." Yeah, and well, Jack 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 doesn't back down. <laughs> doesn't back down from that challenge. Well, what have you got? You've got 7.8 in the Richter scale, as he yeah. says himself when he lights <laughs> that up. <laughs> yeah, it's insane. Like, why he was willing to run this man down is a bit crazy, but he goes for it, and the well, guy just fair, sinks into the ground. To be fair, he just seen someone fly down on a, yeah, on a, true. a bolt he, of he, lightning. He just wanted to get out of there, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and he was more afraid of his truck getting damaged, to be fair. That's, the, that's his main concern this whole time, and then he has to leave the truck there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, after Lopan blinds him. Yeah, and he spends the next next couple of minutes. Well, however, we it look it feels like a couple of minutes to us, but he's probably been there for two or three hours on the phone to his uh, insurance company. <laughs> <laughs> then we meet. Then we meet Egg Shen again. Egg Shen. Well, we've seen him driving his bus around. <laughs> yeah. Well, he come back. He comes back in then. Yeah, he comes back in as the um the mastermind behind the uh the resistance, I suppose. Yeah, and then you find out off. Between Kim Cattrall, Egg Shen, and the other person in the room who I can't remember as to who Lo Pan is. Yeah. Uh, that he's a mystic that hasn't been seen, but he is like immortal. <laughs> yeah, basically, you can't you can't kill him because he's made some sort of Pack. deal. <laughs> yeah, he's made a deal where he's essentially neither alive. Nor dead. Nor dead. Um, and when he takes human form, he's in a um, basically a crippled old man's body. It's because he's about four thousand years of age. Yeah, exactly. He his body can't die, but when he's in his spirit form, he's still the the young, tall mystic. Yeah. Force. So he's trying to get out of that. That's his whole thing. He's trying to regain a younger body, which we find out he needs a uh, a girl with a uh, with green, green eyes. with green eyes, which is why they kidnapped uh, Donnie's laying <laughs> uh, future wife because she has green eyes. There's the funny uh, thing that neither Horn nor Kim Cattrall have green eyes in real life. Yeah, but th- they do a good job. To be fair, like when you think back to the fact that this is the '80s, because they do quite a good job in disguising the eyes to actually look green. Yeah, yeah. Well, Kim Cattrall had contacts in. I, I read a couple of things that she done where she was like, "I hate contacts." Yeah. <laughs> well, they were needed for this, so she had to just put up with it. Yeah. Um. But well, yeah, they, they, they basically invade his. Um. Well, it's just an office in. As no, 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 no. They go to the brothel first. Remember, they have Jack dress up in the suit, and he's like, "I'm a businessman." Oh, the brothel. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah. And he's like, he goes in, he's like, "Do what you normally do, Jack. What's that? Talk." Yeah. <laughs> as a businessman, he's trying to get himself a prostitute with green eyes, but no Chinese girl has green eyes. Yeah. yeah, doesn't work out too well for him. Nope, because thunder and lightning arrive, and Mei Ying is actually there, strapped to a bed. Yeah, 
and thunder comes along and lightning comes along and takes her yeah gets her out of there then you they know, know, they know somebody's gonna... they know somebody's onto them then you know shit's about to get real <laughs> yeah but they um they break into this what looks like an office and then it's just a big factory um and end up in this elevator that goes down oh. into this yeah are we going up or are we going down <laughs> we... yeah and they end up in this um underwater um area with loads of dead bodies floating around yeah and J- jack is you know freaking freak, freaking out like i mean who wouldn't be freaking out <laughs> you, you've just you've been in this elevator and now you get out in this room full of water with loads of dead bodies hanging from their ankles around you yeah like, uh, any man's gonna freak out even even a tough guy like uh like old jack kurt russell's finest <laughs> yeah but um they uh they get they get caught eventually and um Oh, they're caught up. then. <laughs> yeah, they're caught and they're bound up in in chairs, essentially wheelchairs. Um, yeah. and they escape because nobody thinks to check for for Jack, weaponry. Jack's Jack boot. <laughs> Jack's boot has a knife in it, which he throws himself onto the ground to get to the knife. Yeah, and manages to free himself, but they still have to pretend they're tied up as well. Then comes when they, when they try and escape, and he runs into the door. It's like three, two, one, boom. We're trapped. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we're trapped. <laughs> yeah, brilliant, brilliant. Yeah, but um, they they do eventually escape with a a bit of luck, to be fair. Well, Jack Jack almost has the bit of luck. Well, Thunder comes in and they escape that way. Yeah, and he uh he rolls down the big hill on the wheelchair. <laughs> stops just on top of the uh, I suppose it's a well. I don't really know what it is. Yeah, but they see his reflexes again. Yeah, his, you know, cat-like reflexes. I mean, he stops leaning back, which the only thing that's going to happen there is you're going to fall backwards. <laughs> so it makes no sense. He should be leaning forward, but, you know, yeah. he's no, Jack he's, Burton. He, he, can do, he, can, he can do whatever he wants. He stopped himself. Yeah. Um, but they're, they're kind of like in the process of escaping. And he's, you know, um, he's freed... He's freed everybody. He's got all the the women that were captured and held in like a weird prison. Yeah, he's like freed weird... all them, and they're all running out. And then this weird they're they're almost out, almost out, and this little weird door opens. <laughs> so just before that, you see the eyes of the picture move. Yeah, you see the eyes of the picture move. Then this little weird door opens, and of course somebody stops to check it. Kim Cattrall's finest moment. <laughs> of course she's of course of course she Miss Law decides to stop and check this strange door while you're trying to escape this insane place. Of course you don't just run out. Of course you stop to see what's here and his <laughs> hairy arm comes out. <laughs> like an orangutan. <laughs> Why did you stop? Why did you not just leave? So <laughs> she gets captured by the um the sewer monster, which we don't really ever learn a whole lot about. He's just a monster that kind of hangs yeah. around it's just like an overgrown orangutan yeah and they never really allude to him after that he just kind of he's there you just know he's down there yeah yeah so they, he but captures her and they, they yeah. everyone escapes and then jack realizes hang on where is she <laughs> where is she i thought she was right behind us where did she go so now they have to do a second rescue mission and this is when lopan realizes oh she I has green eyes. We're Even laughing. better. Because the deal he made was that he would marry a girl with 
green, green eyes. eyes and then sacrificer and then sacrificer and now he was like well, i can marry both and then sacrifice one of them and then still have the girl he gets his choice which one's better he was like, <laughs> win, win. He was like win-win you know i get i get both things because the sacrifice was to allow him back to mortality to mortality and the um the marrying of the girl was to allow him to keep his powers essentially yeah he was just going to become the best of both worlds yeah so he was going to get both so he you know she stupidly made that possible for him yeah trusty came huh yeah well you know that's what happens but um so then they have to they have to go back in (laughs) they have to go back in together you can tell then that the the interest is there now, they've already kissed at this point, but that's not, not here there. But... Yeah, but you can see that he is very interested because he's like, we have to we have to go back and save, save Me her. Me personally, now. I would have went and got my truck and left. Haven't seen what i just seen. I'm yeah. leaving. <laughs> he probably, he probably should have left, but, you know, that's not the kind of guy Jack Burton is, you know? he He's the hero. you got to save everybody. Um, yeah. But we, so we see them breaking. They go goes they, back to the restaurant then. They go back to the restaurant. They get uh, Egg Shen involved. Yeah, and then Jack finds out that the Lords of Death have done a number on his truck. Yeah, he's not happy about that. So now now he's pissed. Before, he was just trying to save people. Now he's pissed. They don't touch the Pork Chop Express. Yeah. But um, they, they get back in, and uh, Jack has the gun, and he, he goes to shoot the... He shoots the ceiling at, uh, when they when the big fight scene's about to uh, break out. <laughs> he shoots the ceiling and just knocks himself out. Yeah. So what a what a legend! <laughs> they go back. They gets ready to go back, and then they go down and they decide they're not going back through the factory. They go down through the sewers. Yeah, and they're walking along, and Egg Shen's like, "Don't fall off. <laughs> you don't come back from down there." Yeah, but um, the the scene that's that's obviously just behind me is just before they go in on the um the big attack. Yeah, but the the most ridiculous scene in the movie happens then when they're in the sewers. Where they're standing there waiting to cross the bridge, and the ant comes out and eats your man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it just eats him, and then Egg Shane throws like three little green balls, and it explodes. And he's like, You'll come out no more. And Jack's like, Come out from what? What's not going to come out no more? Yeah. Well, you know, Egg Shane's been planning to have this fight for however long. We don't know how long Egg Shane's been planning this Maybe. fight for. But um, he kn- he knows what's going on, he knows the deal. He's wise. Yeah. Well, he's a bit crazy, but wise. <laughs> but uh, they, they get into the big fight scene and we see um see Donnie's fight scene where the two lads just keep jumping in the air, swinging swords at each other. Well, even before that, when they're in walking around the Lopan's house, when you see them at the bar and Egg Shane whips out the little vial or something and he's like, drink this. Yeah. And he's like, what is it? And he's like, It'll help. <laughs> the only thing it helped Jack do was shoot the roof down on himself. And then they they do the was it the Wings of Liberty quote, the American Wings of Liberty, and then they go down. And yeah. They're all they're all like mini high fiving on. Yeah, 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 yeah. The loser sign. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then Jack comes around and goes, "Is it getting hot in here? Is it just me?" <laughs> so they arrive down into what what I can only describe as. Uh, do you remember Indiana Jones two in the Temple of Doom? Yeah. The sacrifice place there looks something similar to that it does look something similar but like they get into this massive fight right and it, you know it's kind of like 
good guys are dying, bad guys are dying. But the, like this big sword fight that they have where they're jumping all the time. Why was that? Why did they think this was a good idea? It's... Like they could they could have just had a normal sword fight, which would have been pretty cool. But for <laughs> some reason, they're like one of them jumps. The other one jumps. They pass each other without hitting each other. Then they do it again and again and again and again. And you're like, wait, why? Who thought this was a really good idea? Like, who who pitched this idea? No, no, lads, listen. Forget about a normal sword fight where they just fight to the death. They jump really high in the air. Well, that's what the that's what the potion does. It lets them do things that they can't do. Yeah, but why would you do that? Like, who thought that was a good idea? <laughs> Well, the the thing there is like when when Jack comes up and and Lightning's there waiting for him, and then Donny flips his way in. He must do about two hundred flips. Yeah, kind of reminds me that every time I watch it, all I can think back to is the Power Rangers movie, the original one. Oh yeah, do do as many flips as you can before you hit the guy. Ah, oh, this is ridiculous. But yeah, they have this insane sword fight, which Donny ends up Winning. getting the best of. Really, yeah. Yeah, Lightning Lightning kills uh, himself, kind of. Yeah. It's kind of weird because he doesn't kill himself, but he does kill himself. He blows himself up, yeah. Yeah. Um, but we get past that and um, Jack gets up into the upper sanctums, I suppose. Yeah. And um, Thunder's waiting for him. <laughs> yeah, Thunder's waiting for him and he's just, he kind of, get he's sort of getting the best of Thunder and he comes up face to face with uh, with Low Pan. Yeah, and... this, this is genius. He kind of drops all his weapons and lets yeah. Lopan fire a knife at him. Oh no, he throws he throws the knife first. He says oh, he, he does, miss. yeah. He throws the knife and hits the gong and and Kim Kachar's looking at him going, You idiot. <laughs> and then Lopan picks it up and then you see it. Lopan is now mortal at this stage. Yes, because he's he's married the two girls and he's kinda in- kinda shows it but doesn't really show it because he sticks the pin into both of them and that's all you see. You don't you don't yeah, hear bit, that he's mortal or... Yeah, it's a bit weird, but he does mention it himself. He's like, I can feel it, I can feel it. He says it a couple of times, but like they don't ever say, oh yeah, he's back to back to full strength. but uh, Or like back to mortal. Yeah, he picks up, picks up the knife and you get the one line out of him. Goodbye, Mr. Burton. <laughs> yeah. Fires that Jack. Jack just catches it and pings it right back at him. What a... Th- there's those reactions, so you know, th- they were important where in the middle of the forehead <laughs> yeah puts him down and then now now we're against thunder because thunder, thunder is pissed thunder is not happy that he's seen his master being absolutely <laughs> decimated <laughs> yeah by this this like this this guy with no powers as well it's just some guy with good reflexes yeah and it was it was then they they Try and get out of there as quick as they're trying to get out of there, and Thunder blows himself up. Yeah, he sees that Lopan's dead, and then he just kind of inhales every bit of oxygen he could ever imagine. It's a strange one. Why did he blow himself up? Yeah. You know, I I know that was his master, but why did you kill yourself? Yeah. Uh, cool. Why not just you know why not just leave it there? Like why not just Have all right, he's dead. I'll just I'll just head off. It. So I'll just I'll go somewhere else. I've still got superpowers. Like I'll just go somewhere else. I don't cool. know, maybe maybe there's a bit on the line where you don't find out that he has to do something or I don't possibly know. yeah, but they they obviously escape that and then uh, lightning comes back. Yeah, which is what <laughs> I mean. He's dead. He dead, but then he's not dead because he come back. <laughs> yeah, he don't give up. Well, he does after they drop it. <laughs> <laughs> they drop the thing on top of his head. Yeah, and then he explodes. 
yeah, everyone seems to just explode. Um, well, actually, there's there's a funny one. You know, lightning is the basis for Raiden from Mortal Kombat. Is he? I didn't know that. And Lopan is the basis for Shang Tsung. I I could see the I can see the Lopan one. Yeah, I yeah. I didn't even think about lightning being the. Is Raiden? Yeah. Well, if you it, think yeah. when when, yeah, when, the I, when you mention it. Yeah, when you mention it, I think about it. I'm like, yeah, it makes sense. Why wouldn't I have put that together? Like, even when when you look at it, when he comes in the alley and he has the hat on over his eyes and Raiden yeah. has the same at the start of Mortal Kombat. Yeah, I don't know. I just... It's something I never put together. But yeah, when, once it's said to you, like, it's so obvious. You're like, oh, yeah. Yeah. But, um, they, they you know, they've won. They've got back to the... Uh, they've come back to the restaurant again. That's the base of operations, hanging around at this, uh, this restaurant. Egg Shane's restaurant. No, it's not Egg Shen's restaurant. It's um, Donnie's uncle's restaurant. Might as well be Egg Shen's restaurant. It should be Egg Shen's restaurant, but it's not because Egg Shen is a the tourist bus driver, bus driver. <laughs> with magic powers. But, yeah, with magic powers that he doesn't really use all that much. <laughs> like he probably should be using those more. Yeah, you'd think that, wouldn't you? But no, he has little bombs and, and stuff. Yeah, but no, they get back there and um, Jack is basically offered to settle down, and Wait, he just says, crazy. No. "Yeah." Uh, just no. <laughs> what do you mean no? Nah, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna drive around in my truck for a little bit. <laughs> I'll be back. He said, basically, yeah, I'll be back. And like normally at the end of this, you know, you get the the kiss goodbye or whatever. Not from yeah. Jack Burton. Nope. Oh, <laughs> well, Jack has a different agenda. <laughs> no, I'll I'm just gonna head off. Um, and obviously the, the they've planned this that I think that like there was always a plan to make a second one here. Um, yeah, well, the graphic the plan, novels were out. Yeah, the plan was always to make a second one, and that you know he says no, he goes off, and we see that because when he drives off, the um the sewer monster is on the back of his truck. Yeah, even though the truck has nothing attached to the back of it, there's nowhere for it to hide. He just pops up nowhere. He's a, he's a sewer monster, you know, freaky eyes and hairy arms. That's him. Now, the main important thing is Donnie does pay his money triple plus interest. <laughs> Tri- triple, triple his money. Yeah, and, I think I think that equates to about I think it's six grand or something. Yeah, else. I mean, you've risked your life uh, quite a lot for me, um, but here's six grand. And and Is that truck, even more maybe. <laughs> your truck's in a hula hoop too. Yeah, but you know, that six grand probably went on fixing the truck. <laughs> not really a great, not really a great deal for Jack in the end. Ah, oh, Jack's fine. He likes his pork chop express. Yeah. I was yeah, actually like, you fully expect Kim Cattrall to be in the back of the truck with him or something. Yeah, see, I think that was kind of the plan was always that like obviously she was going to stay there, and then the second film would kick off with Jack Burton not being in it, and then they need help, and Jack Burton rolls into town. That's what, do, what, like, what do you do? You get on the radio and be like, "Oh, Jack Burton, the Pork Chop Express." <laughs> we need the Pork Chop Express here, but <laughs> they obviously it flopped in the cinema, and they decided to not go and make a second one. Um, yeah. unfortunately, or maybe fortunately, because. Uh, as we were discussing before we came on, um, there is plans to reboot it. Either there's been two different stories. There's a reboot with uh, DJ <laughs> with Dwayne the Rock Johnson taking over the role of Jack Burton and doing a full reboot. And then there is also talk that he doesn't that he doesn't want to do a reboot, that he wants to do a continuation. I, I to me, I think the reboot has to happen if for him to come in. He's far too big. Uh, he, he, like he's nothing like Jack Burton. Although yeah. I would be interested to see if he has his glorious mullet. We well, see what I would be interested when 
if they're going to do a continuation, what they could do is obviously um, they, they're going to need Jack Burton there in some form. So they could have Jack Burton just being like the mentor. You could have Jack Burton being the... Oh, you're talking about um, Kurt Russell? They, yeah. If, they, if they're going to do it, like obviously Egg, Egg Shen isn't going to be alive if we're doing it years into the future. So you could have Jack Burton take over Egg Shen. Egg Shen role and then The Rock is the Jack Burton role maybe. Um, if they're going to do a, if they're going to just go with a continuation, that's the only way I can think of it, because I don't think you can do it without having Kurt Russell in it in some way. And he's he's you know it's Kurt Russell's gotten on in the years like he's not the the young man he once was. Yeah, well, I think I don't know if he will even take over the Eggshen role. Um, he could even be low pan really. Yeah, but you, that's if they do a reboot. You're talking if they do a reboot. I'm saying if they do a continuation. Oh, if you're sorry, yeah, if you're doing a continuation, yeah, he could do, yeah, or you could see him selling. Yeah, the I think, rock could be the rock could be his son or something. Yeah, I think that's the only way for it to go because if you're just going to do a continuation, like the rock can't just like you can't just be like he, uh, yeah, just uh, we're going to continue this and there's going to be no uh, no Jack Burton in it. Like I think you need to have him in it in some way, shape, or form, even if it's only you know a, a five or ten minute cameo where he passes on the knowledge to the rock. Yeah, but he has I, to be in it in some way. I think. I think. Yeah, uh, I think. But I, th- the, I think a reboot is probably the the, the right way to do this. Completely. I'm just I'm just looking it up here. Actually, I have it. Um, here, where is it about the rock? Uh, where's the rock's one? The rock. It's well. It's saying here that the rock will has already signed it. Yeah. Um, I don't know whether the script is done or anything. Uh, yeah. Um, it is. It, it does look like it's going to be a reboot. I I would be happy with a reboot, to be honest. I think that would be the best way to do a reboot with The Rock. It'll make the money and then do the second one. Well, soon as soon as well, like as I said to you earlier, there's three of them. There's yeah. three novels. It could be three. It could be more. I've never read any of them, but yeah. Um, but if they I do a reboot, I would still like to see Jack Burton. I'd still like to see Jack Burton in it in some way. Like obviously, The Rock's going to be Jack Burton, but I'd still like to see Kurt Russell in it in in some way. Yeah, I'd oh, have um, to be in it. Yeah, I'd I'd like that to be kind of part of it. Like even if he's just you know a side character where you just see him for like, a couple of minutes. Yeah, it'd just be good to have him in it, like um, just as a little nod back to this original. To know where I'd have him in it, I'd have him in the brothel scene. If you're remaking that, have him just be one of the guys that's in the. Yeah, that that could work. Yeah, that a bit where he goes into one of the rooms, your man's about to get up on her, and he he drags him out. Yeah. Um, now the thing is that if they were going to reboot this, um, it's like it, it's it's if you watch it now, it's it there's a lot of racist stereotypical. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was going to say. Like, uh, that you're going to have to change a lot of the story the in a sense. Runs, yeah. Um, now I don't mind it. Too, like, I know it, there is a lot of racial stereotypes and stuff in it, but I think, like, it's based on uh, Chinese legends. That's the whole thing. Yeah. So I do think you still need to, I think you still need to stick to that as the basis, well, unless you're going to change the story completely. I don't think uh, John Carpenter will let them. To be honest, if John Carpenter apparently he's going to sign on to do it. Yeah. Um. So whether he wants to come in, he'll have his own say on it. Yeah, but I think like it's it's based on Chinese legend, so I do think it still needs to be set. And like it's obviously it's called Big Trouble in Little China, so it still needs to be based in a Chinese sort of setting. Yeah. Um but obviously they could just 
they could roll back on some of the um the, the, the racist the racist well it's it's not particularly racism because i don't think i don't think there's anything particularly racist about this there's just certain stereotypes that are there I, you'll, um, get, you'll get people that'll say it's racist you will but like I, like even this film i don't think they do anything that would be like even looking back on this i don't think there's anything in this that's particularly overly racist like it yes there's slight you know mystic powers and all this but like i there's stereo there is stereotypes in it but the, i think the, that's still going to happen the chinese guy driving the bus yeah like they could they could probably go away from that or and like maybe not have like so the chinese guy drives the bus the chinese guy owns the only restaurant in it like <laughs> they'll like they could go away from that and stuff maybe but i like I don't think there should be too much of a problem with this being remade. No, no, uh, you wouldn't even have. I don't think you'd have to change it too much. Um, no, I don't think there's too much of a change needed. Um, I think you'll see Lopan be bigger because the rock is massive. Yeah, the rock's huge. Yeah. Um, I think you'll see the three lads as thunder, rain, and lightning be much bigger than they were because they're not overly big in the in the movie. See, I think I think rain and lightning you can get away with not being too big, but thunder has to be because a stocky. I it wouldn't surprise me if you've seen the likes of Batista or someone come in and it's going to have to be someone huge because they need to measure up to the rock. Yeah, well, what's the rock six six something like that? Yeah, you're gonna need someone big because the whole idea is that thunder is this huge mountain of a man. Yeah, that's and... why that's why he fights Danny. <laughs> yeah, so you need somebody. Or sorry, um, yeah, you need somebody that, you know, can do that. Yeah. Um. So I, I don't know. Yeah, like there's, there's a lot of things that need to be done. But like, I, I, if they do decide to, like, they've signed on for it. So whenever it gets made, I will be looking forward to seeing it. Oh yeah, um, it's got a, anything with Dwayne Johnson is kind of, it's kind of max out in the cinema anyway. Yeah, well, that's the thing. It, it is going to max out with him taking it over. Um, yeah. Well, it's, it, as as we said to you earlier, it's his. It's, he said himself, it's his favorite movie. So yeah, and you know, it's it's an action film, which like that's if what want, that's what want, The Rock's best at is just action films. If like you want, if you want an action movie made, you you put him in it, and it's gonna make you money. Yeah, exactly. So hopefully we do see that, and then of like it it makes a big splash in the first one, well, and the then Rock we get very, to see the second and third one. The Rock very rarely nowadays makes a movie where it doesn't really have a second one. Yeah, exactly. Rampage is meant to be getting the second one. Yeah. I don't know how, but... Well, Rampage is fine. It's just a, an action no, film. I, no, it was all right. It was I, don't know where you go, I don't know where you go from it, from there with it, but yeah. But um, yeah, there's a couple of them, like Fast and the Furious. He, he made that. Like I enjoyed the first couple of Fast and the Furious. Then he came in and five, I think it's five, six, seven are all right, and then they just get a bit ridiculous. Yeah, we see that the original Fast and Furious are about cars and racing. And drugs. to an extent but like the main storyline is cars and racing like yeah. in those original films now it's it's all about like action and big fight scenes like the most recent one um where it's him and he goes back to his family uh on the island and it's just it's just massive fight scenes all the time like i enjoyed it it thought it was a good watch but like it's not what fast and furious was originally it's changed completely now and that's yeah. part of that is because the rocks in it because the type of films the rocks are, rock is in are action films. Yeah, that's what well, he's even, good at. So even look look at the two that he done was it skyscraper and 
Yeah. San Andreas as well. It's just yeah. point blank action. Yeah, and that's fine. Although, like, and that's that's what this is. Like, that's what Big Trouble in China is. It's basically just smashing out action, action, action. So it'll be perfect for him. Like, yeah. Well, I'll give you a funny one. The so I have a couple of things here. So you can actually ride Egg Chen's yellow bus still. Uh, through Chinatown. Mm. Uh, they've kept it on. It's owned by I think that's, Kurt Russell owns it. That's a, that's impressive because that's a long time to keep something like that going. I suppose if you keep the engine going, or you can change the engine. There. Yeah, but I mean, it's also it's a commitment to to keep that tourist attraction going for a film that, like as we said, didn't do that well in the the box oh, yeah, office, yeah, yeah. and it became a cult classic. But like, who at the start when it when it kind of flopped in the cinema was like, no, we should keep that so that it'll work. You know. Now I'll give you one right. So Kurt Russell was the original pick for Jack, mm. but the studio didn't want them right. Okay. Two other major actors were the next two that were asked to do it and turned it down. Who would mm. who would you say it was? Jeez, in the nineteen eighties. I'm trying to think who would Two of them had just come off absolute monster movies. Stallone? Nope. It's not they're not action stars to an extent. Uh one of them is. Well then you'd I gotta be, gonna assume it's not gonna be I'm gonna be. I'm gonna assume it's not Arnie then. If we're not talking, them yeah. being, I have no idea then. One was Clint Eastwood. I suppose no, I that, that kind I of that, think, that kind of fits in if they were planning with, as you said, to go with a western style. Then yeah. obviously you go with Clint. But yeah, I don't know if he would have worked in this type of film. No, Jack Nicholson was the other one. I don't see that happening either. To be honest. No, he can do anything. He's... Yeah, see, it's hard to tell. Like, Nicholson is the kind of guy who can do anything. So, like, I can't imagine him in this role. But if you put him in this role, I'm sure I'd say he'd kill it. Yeah. Um, I just think the humour might have got away from him a little bit. You think that? But, like, obviously it, it's easy to say it now, but you look back at uh, Batman with Nicholson as the Joker. Prior uh, to that, like, you been... Yeah, but if you'd been told prior to that, like, Nicholson's going to be the Joker... You... He'd kind of been like, oh, I don't know if he, I don't know if he'll do that, do that that role well, but yeah. then he kills it. So, like he's the kind of guy where you you think, oh, I don't know if he'd work in that role, and then he he does it, and you're like, oh, he does work. And uh, there's one other one that was mooted around to play Donny, uh, Jackie Chan. He was I a think... massive star in in mm. China at the time, and they were think... talking about bringing him over. I think that would have been very good, but the big problem they would have had there is that, well, I don't know, would Jackie Chan have been a bigger star than Kurt Russell at the time? I think he might uh, have been. No, I wouldn't think so. In China, he would have. I think they were bringing him in to try and flog it over there as well. Yeah. Um, possibly, I don't know, I really. Don't... I don't think Jackie Chan had even really came around at, the, at that time in America. See, I don't know, 86 is about the time that he did start becoming... Big, he had one. Was a big was a trouble in China or something like that? He was starting to he was starting to become big at that time. So I don't know if see you couldn't have had him outshining Donny. Yeah, you couldn't have him outshining Kurt Russell because Donny is the secondary character. Well, he's not even the secondary character really. Um, uh, Egg Shen. I'm just uh, looking here. Um. I don't know. Like, yeah, it, it, he would have he would have fit the role definitely. Nineteen eighty five is first kind of first big movie that from 
China that broke out was police story. Maybe that's why they were looking at him. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I suppose he probably would have worked on. Had he been there, maybe it would have done better, um, and we would have seen it continue. So, like he, I wouldn't have been, I wouldn't be upset to see Donnie replaced with Jackie Chan in that back then. No, like, no, but uh, yeah, because I, I don't think me, your man Donnie really went on to do a whole lot more after this. Yeah, um, have a look. I don't think so. Uh, even if he did, he's not like super recognizable to me. No, uh, um, what's now? I'll tell you, he's in something now, and you'd be like, yeah. oh yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> always the way. Yeah, I don't. Know. Jackie Chan would have been a great one, and I think that probably would have, that probably would have helped the film a bit. Oh, he's in he's in Prince of Darkness. Mm, I mean, yeah, but it's it's one thing. Like he's not he's yeah. not what Jackie he, Chan is now, you know. He was in Beauty and the Beast as well, the cartoon. That's it, really. Yeah, but that's just a voice actor, then you know. Yeah. Which but you know, it's not not take away from him or to take away from his career or anything, but like. In terms of going on to be a huge star, there's a few other movies there, but nothing. Yeah, nothing major. Like so, yeah, yeah Jackie. This is this is his biggest movie, really. Well, Beauty. I'll say Beauty and the Beast, but Beauty and the Beast is probably his biggest one. But this is the biggest one where he is the. I'm trying to find out who he even played. In it. Where he's the character, I suppose. This is his biggest one. Yeah, this is his acting. Yeah, his acting song. I can't. But... I can't even find who he plays in it. It's probably not. A, he probably isn't even a major role in that. Um. But no, yeah, like this film's like I still think this stands up, and I still really enjoyed it when I rewatched it. Um, yeah, I I love it. I'll 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 at least watch this once a year. Yeah, and I wouldn't uh, mind. I only sent it to you and Ian there. Was it the back end of last year? I was watching it. Yeah, you did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, not like if The Rock. I'm definitely up for seeing this remade or rebooted or whatever with The Rock. Yeah. Um, like I'm still waiting, and I I'm sure it's out on Blu-ray. I just haven't seen it anywhere. I'll probably buy it if it comes on to Blu-ray. What the, the original? Oh, the original. Yes, yeah, I was I thinking. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I'm definitely up for seeing this remade and seeing whatever new take they put on it. Yeah, and like I really you... enjoyed rewatching this. So I'm glad that you picked uh, picked this one as well. Yeah, well, this one was one that we were about just going to go on. It was either going to be this or Space Jam. Yeah, Space Jam is definitely one that I'll have to do eventually. Um, but you have to find someone that loves it as much as you do. <laughs> yeah, I'll, tell you I what, I'll get I'll get Finn on. Finn loves it. <laughs> yeah, good, good. I'll probably do yeah. that one closer to the time when uh, the new Space Jam gets released, which I don't think will ever think, hold up to the original. But I think the the minute clip or whatever it is of the new one looks awful. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be as good, but you know, I'll always still have that love for my favorite film of Space Jam. But uh, no, yeah. it was great to have you on again, and uh, that's two two big films that you've picked, and two two great ones as well, because Hurricane was obviously. The first one you Hot came on to do with me, and that was that was brilliant as well. That was one I hadn't seen. This I had yeah. seen previously, but um, it was times. definitely one I was, yeah, it was one I was happy to rewatch as well at the same time. Um, yeah. So we'll definitely have you got on again in the future for another film. Uh, you're two for two so far, so let's see if you can keep that role going and go three for three the next time. Well, no, um, I let I let you pick the next one. I'll pick the next one. All right, okay. Oh, he's you see, look, he's he's after getting two for two now, and he's 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 got a hundred percent record. He's he's getting scared. He doesn't want to keep going. Oh, um, I can keep going all day, baby, all day. <laughs> like Jack Burton. That's what she said. <laughs> yeah, that's, just like Jack Burton, he can keep going, no problems. Yeah. Uh, but thanks for coming on again, and we will see you again in the next episode. Good luck. Well, it's time for that part of the show that you all love: the advertisements for our sponsors. I know, I know. 
none of us really like listening to these, but the truth is that we wouldn't be able to bring you this content without them. So let's just get down to it. First off, Wrestling Mania, the top floor of Stevens Green Shopping Centre. Really good shop for all of your wrestling needs, uh, whether that's DVDs, title belts, pop figure figurines, other collectibles, T-shirts. And if you like boxing and MMA, he has stuff there for you too. If he doesn't have something that you want, you can ask him. He'll order it in. No problems. Really nice guy, the owner of this shop. So get on down to Wrestling Mania on the top floor of Stevens Green Shopping Centre. Oh, what's that? A pandemic? Well, that doesn't mean he's closed. Catch him on Facebook. Just send him a message. He'll sort you out. No problems asked. And our other sponsor, Peter Hart Graphics. Now, this guy has done most of, if not all of the graphics for the Dynamos Podcast Network. Really good stuff, guys. Seriously, this is top, top quality stuff. And he doesn't charge a bomb for it, which is the greatest part. If you need any sort of graphic designed, it's peterhartgraphics at gmail.com. That's Peter, P-E-T-E-R, Hart, H-A-R-T-E, graphics, G-R-A-P-H-I-C-S at gmail.com com this guy is the easiest person i've ever worked with when it comes to making a graphic he'll you give him your ideas he'll come back with something similar to what you wanted and then if it might be exactly what you want and if it's not he is so open to criticism and tweaks and he'll be back to you as soon as you give him what you want updated on that this is easy easy stuff to get done but actually, if you tried to do it yourself, you'd realize just how difficult it is to make it look smooth and clean. Not a problem with Peter Hart Graphics. Check out his stuff on his Facebook page, Peter Hart Graphics. 